Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of the Standing Room Only podcast. I'm here with Healy, myself, Goose. Just want to thank everybody for tuning back in. If it's your first time, welcome. Uh, we took a little hiatus last week. Uh, just with everything going on in the world, we wanted to honor, you know, the Blackout Tuesday uh, simply because, well, there's a lot of going, you know, going on in the world, uh, injustice, so on and so forth. But we are back now this week, and we have some sports news. Uh, I just want to start by saying thank you again. Follow us on social media. Make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We are the Standing Room Only Podcast. Um, our social media is SR Only Pod. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. And, of course, um, download. Download if you like what you hear. Download. Uh, that is how we see any sort of statistical breakdown. If you like the podcast, that's how we get any get any sort of recognition. Um, and leave any sort of reviews that you can. Again, we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Spotify, and we have our own personal social media accounts. Uh, I am iGoose with four O's. I am on Instagram, and then we have Healy. You can follow me at the Healy Six on Twitter and Instagram. So we're back, episode number thirty. We hit another milestone, 30 episodes. Uh, it seems like it's gone pretty quick with that, but in hindsight, it hasn't with how much time we had to take off in between uh, different events. But yeah, 30 episodes, we're pushing through. And when, like Goose said, we have some big news today. NBA is back. It is official. And we got the playoff uh, format for it. So, yes, yes. Uh, if you guys have not heard, the NBA has approved uh, to come back and they're going to continue the regular season a little bit and then jump into the playoffs. So, all the games are going to be played in Orlando, Florida. No traveling at all. That's a good thing. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, there was a vote for the, the season coming back. Or for this proposal, it was 29 to 1 with the Trailblazers voting against the proposal. Uh, we'll break down why they went against it in the future. But yeah, a little weird. Every team besides the Trailblazers were for it. So that's good. So what's going to happen? There's a lot of teams already out of the playoff contention. And the NBA recognized that. They are not going to have the teams that are already out come back and play some games. The only teams that are playing now are teams that have at least a chance to make the playoffs, even if it's slim. So there's 22 teams, 13 Western Conference teams, nine Eastern Conference teams. Every team that is playing in these regular season games have a chance for the playoffs. Like I said, they're each going to play eight regular season games. They're going to be playing against each other. So every regular season game is going to be huge. You could jump up the standings from one game or a couple games because guys are going to be beating up on each other. But eight games, uh, the seeds can change depending on how the records are. And there's a possible play-in tournament for the eighth seed. I don't know if that means like the, if the eighth seed ties, they're going to play a play-in game or if it's like within one game or two, they're going to play a play-in game for that. I don't know. But there is a possible play-in game for them. The top 16 teams 
in the Eastern Con Eastern Western Conferences will be joined by teams. All right, so New Orleans, Portland, San Antonio, Sacramento, Phoenix, and Washington. They're all on the brink. Oh, here's the here's the breakdown. The play-in tournament will include the number eight and number nine teams in the conference. If the nine seed finishes the regular season within four games, that's a lot. Four games. The ninth seed would need to beat the eighth seed twice to earn a playoff berth, while the eighth seed would only need to win one from the potential two games. So if after the eight games, if an eight seed is tied or like within or if the nine seeds within four games of the eight seed, they're going to play like a technically best of three. And the eight seed already wins game one. Do you like I that? I wonder what happens. Uh, I do, but now now there's a like there's going to be a little discrepancy with that. So what happens with the teams that are tied with the ninth seed that are within four, especially in the Ooh, West? The West, Because yeah. the West is so tight as it is. You have... The, the Portland Trailblazers, you have uh, the Pelicans. Um, Memphis is the eighth seed, who's only up, what, two and a half games, I believe, that we saw. They're up three and um, a half. Three and a half on three different teams. They're up on Portland, the Pelicans, Sacramento Kings, and then San Antonio is only a half game behind that. So what happens when, I mean, I'm assuming the way the schedule is, Maybe that won't happen. We haven't seen a schedule yet. Yeah. So I would assume the way the schedule is made, like it can't be possible. But if they're taking the regular season records and they're trying to focus on these eight games for seeding purposes, I feel like that is a possibility. P potentially, maybe not. But until mm -hmm. we see a schedule, I think that that could be a little problem. Um, I'm excited. I love that they did this. We talked about it uh, on the last episode. Uh, would they adopt a 2014 playoff? I say we were pretty damn close. Yeah. They got a 22 game. 22 games with the regular season. Yeah, they didn't do anything too crazy. It's still going to be the same playoff format, which, boo. I want it. This is the only season that this could possibly ever happen to where it's weird. Not going to happen, though. So the East. You know, I like it. I was going to say I like it because it does almost guarantee like if LeBron does somehow plow his way through the West for the first time ever in his career, yeah, he has to go up against Giannis. I feel like, Gian like Giannis and the Bucks. I mean, that was I, – I, do we have the same predictions at we the beginning might. of the year? Because I know I had the Lakers and the Bucks. That was my yeah. prediction. I think it's still going to happen. Um, I, there's <laughs> my, been a lot of times. changed. <laughs> I said the 76ers early on. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Well, the Sixers, you never know. I mean, everybody's had so much time to just rewind, take a mental break, take a physical break, and also still train. I mean, they, I saw a picture of James Harden who lost weight in this yeah. offseason just to shed a few pounds. Who knows? I mean, Houston is a guaranteed playoff team right now. So overall, I'm just excited for the NBA. Hands down, the most dramatic sport for major league sports and i love it i love it um i think that the way it's set up you have washington in the east battling um i don't think john wall is gonna come back no i think I they said he's basically back. still done um orlando's up pretty much five and a half games i yeah. 
see that top eight finishing off how it is right now. I don't see Washington sneaking in. I see Washington um, losing to a lot of teams. You, they're only going up against good teams from here on out. I exactly, see them maybe yeah. going like two and six or something. I I completely agree. Um, now, what I'm wondering is, and of course we don't have a schedule yet, are the teams that are guaranteed the playoff spot, are those teams only playing each other in the regular season and not facing the other teams battling for the final position? Uh, from what I'm reading, I don't think so. I think it's going to be 22 teams and they're going to put together an eight team or like eight game regular season. I don't think record matters in this. So I don't know if you're getting to this point, but they could go up against a team who loses two games originally, like the Suns. The Suns are invited. If they lose one game, they're like done. So yeah. are they just going to sit everyone then? They don't even, it's not even the simple fact that they lose. They can win out and Memphis wins one game. And then yeah. I, I would assume they would have to bench, you know, but it, I feel like it comes a point where these guys are getting paid to play. Yeah. So it's like, it's like regular season, right? Mm-hmm. You know, guys, you know, you have a team that's like Cleveland, 19 and 46. I'm sure they'd finish off the season, you know, maybe limit these guys playing time. But, um, you know, I, you know, and th- then we can transition on to, the draft lottery is it worth playing uh well yeah we'll get to that in just a second but yeah a couple of teams could get an advantage because they are going to play against the spurs maybe the suns who are out of the playoffs i right now i only see the west having a nine eighth and ninth seed playoff what would be sick if it was grizzlies pelicans but I do want Dame to enter the playoffs. So I hope the Trailblazers win a couple games and remain within four games of the eighth seed. That'd be cool. I do. I love Dame Lillard, one of my favorite point guards. We've seen it firsthand. We know the things he does in the playoffs. We know what he does in the regular season. But if you don't, if you watch playoff basketball, you know one of the most clutch players in the NBA for the past few years now, is Dame Dalla. He goes out. Last year, Game 7, walk-off, almost a half-court three-point shot, swagger in front of Paul George's face, in his face. He's done it against Houston. He's done it multiple times. I would love to see them uh, continue to push forward. They have a veteran team. They have Carmelo. They have an overall great offensive team. And if they don't, the other team I want to sneak see sneak in is the Pelicans. I want to see what Zion does playing big boy basketball against the against Lakers. The Lakers. Zion against LeBron in the first round. Do I think LeBron and the Lakers might sweep them? Sure. Why not? But I want to see Zion go up against LeBron in the playoffs. Who knows? I mean, yeah. Brandon Ingram is really good. This is a team that, I mean, I'm not going to say they surprised everybody, but I didn't expect them first year to be in the playoff hunt. Yep. Especially with Zion missing almost half the season. Yeah, and coming back to that. So, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, You know, and there's been, like you said, they're going to be playing in Orlando, and there's some ground rules, right? So, they're going to have the eight-game season. The playoffs are going to start, is it October? 
or I'm sorry, not October, end of August. Yeah. The uh, gonna start training July 9th, eleventh. They're gonna start the thirty first. Um I don't know know the exact timetable. I know that they're targeting a, a finals date of October. October 12th is the last day possible. And then the draft would be the 15th. And then the, the 2021 after, season mm-hmm. would start December. But Which isn't bad. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad timeline. Going back to what I mentioned before about teams not playing. So you know how I mentioned like, oh, the Suns aren't in it. So Devin Booker might not play. In this agreement, the uh, so we have to go way back now. So at the beginning, I mentioned that the Trailblazers were against this uh, proposal. The Trailblazers denied it because uh, there were more competitive and innovative formats, and it also addressed the 2020 lottery odds based on the regular season uh, results in Orlando. So with this, they wanted... Uh, these games to count and affect the draft lottery what we know is the nba lottery was frozen on march 11th and that's going to be the lottery right there so you might have booker play every game now who knows because what's the point of losing and not playing when like your lottery spot is set Teams normally do that when they could lose a couple games and could get they a better tank. position. Yeah. Now guys are just going to play. I get the risk of injury, so maybe some teams do go that route because they don't want to hurt their players, especially in this weird like comeback way. But I, I'm i leaning towards some guys playing and not really worrying about their team being out of the playoffs just because the lottery odds are frozen. Yeah, and I mean, simply, these guys haven't played in so long, and they have a chance. I mean, if they're competitive, they have a chance to ruin seeds for the higher-seeded teams. Like, granted, the Lakers, are they going to be the number one seed? More than likely, right? Mm -hmm. But there's a chance that they can ruin uh, Houston, uh, any team in the middle, right, that makes up that bunch. Um, But yeah, so they're going to be in... Disney World, they're on like a campus, right? Yeah. And the way it's going to be set up, they're going in July. They're targeting uh, end of July start. They're going to be testing. It's like every day they're testing. If somebody tests positive, they quarantine for at least 10 days. And they have to test negative twice before they are allowed to go back. Um, I think that's good. They're practicing safety. They're practicing health. And nobody's going to be allowed for at least the first round of the playoffs. Now, they are still discussing the opportunity of families, a limited amount of family, to join those games after the first round, which at that Mm -hmm. point, we're going to be looking more towards end of August, maybe early September. Yeah. Uh, Which at that point, we'll probably have, you know, maybe move inch closer towards another phase of reopening. I know every state is different. Um, And, you know... Uh, medicinal you know if we have vaccines or whatever maybe out there more testing um i think that that's a good idea i think that was kind of a given we have they're gonna have to test every single day 
Mm -hmm. uh, probably right before the games. Uh, they're going to try to keep these guys. They're going to be able to, um, they're still going to be able to dine outdoors. They're going to be able to golf, I believe, was one of the things that they are going to be able to do. Yeah. So they're going to be able to stay active aside from practicing on the, you know, on, at a practice facility. Yeah. Uh, so they do have some, some do's and don'ts there. Some, some goods, you know, I think everything they're doing is, is, is the way to go. Uh, the fact that it's in Disney World does not mean that they're going to be able to go ride on rides. They already mm -hmm. said that's not going to happen. Because uh, I think Disney World is going to be opening at some point. And I think they're saying, fans, if you're expecting to see NBA players, don't expect it. Yeah. That's not the case. Yeah, I could see that. But so, I, th I think it's good that they're able to, like, go eat or golf or whatever just to get their mind off things because you need a rest day here and there mentally. Especially these with... These guys are going to be so stressed out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you... It, this is a whole new format. And it, we probably may never see it again. Maybe we will. Who knows? But this is, like, no sports are on. We might get baseball back. We don't know yet. That may or may not happen. Um, all eyes are on the NBA right now, NHL and the NBA. Uh, there's a chance that some of these guys can make the playoffs. So that right there is a lot of pressure. Um, so I'm glad that they are able to at least do something, but even then as a player, I would be very, very cautious because you would hate to be the guy that doesn't join a team for two or three playoff games because you have to quarantine. Yeah. Uh, that would be very, very annoying bad <laughs> so so yeah it looks like so the first game is july 31st i just got a uh a date a bunch of dates here playing tournament would be 16th and the 17th of august uh august 18th will start the first round of the playoffs uh, as we know it's going to be the regular format september 1st starts the second round conference finals will be two weeks after that on the 15th of september and then the end of september 30th is the nba finals um I like the schedule, the fact that they're still going to be on time. They're going to have the draft immediately after. Yeah. They're doing Free what they can. Free agency right after, too. Free agency right after. I feel like it's almost like what normally comes first. Is it not the free agency with the NBA, or is it yeah, the draft? Yeah, free, free agency normally hits, and then the draft is like a little bit afterward. Uh, normally, the draft or free agency is normally like July 2nd, I think. Or... Yeah, I think they're a, they can officially sign the first or the second. Or is it June right? 2nd? No, it was Katie signed on 4th of July one year. So it's yeah. like normally that. And then the draft is normally like the f July 15th or something. Yeah, and then they go into the uh, to the summer league in yeah. August. Yep. So. Yeah, they're condensing There's probably not going to be. Yeah, there may not be a summer league. There might be a camp, maybe a summer camp. Maybe yeah. maybe a small league four game. Hey, I mean you don't have to play for a championship in the summer league every year, right? So yeah. I think uh I think that's that's a good idea. So actually the way it's looking, so October twelfth is the last date. Uh draft would be the fifteenth and free agency would be the eighteenth. So if I'm not okay. mistaken, I think if I'm not mistaken, I believe June end of June marks the draft date. I could be wrong. We'd have to look into that. I don't really pay too much attention unless there's big names. Um, so basically what's going to happen is 
Yeah, it it's going to be like it was last year. June 20th. Okay. Right, so, so it was it beforehand. Is, so it is beforehand. Um, it's weird. The NFL is opposite. Yeah. Yeah. The I think NFL that's what before. I got confused with. The NFL that's, is free agency and then the draft. I feel like most sports are, but maybe, maybe that's just me, but, um, there's not really big names in the free agency. Um, not big enough to where I'm going to go crazy over it. All I know is the bulls. Um, I wish the bulls could have been, you know, one of those seated teams. Unfortunately, they're not. Um, actually somebody I made a bet with, uh, at the beginning of the season last year during the summer, uh, he was a friend of a friend. Yeah. Uh, you know, I talked to him, we had some drinks and I, I became friends with him on Venmo and we we're like, look, the bulls over under 33 games. I was like, they're going to hit or go over. And, uh, he actually messaged me the other day. I haven't talked to him all season and he's like, Hey, what's up? So we kind of, you know, we're, we're chit chatting about that. We're shooting the shit and talking about the NBA season. What would have been, could have been, um, mm-hmm. So, but that's, that's a whole nother subject we can say for another time. Uh, <laughs> I think next week we can actually probably, hmm, I want to give my predictions next week. Yeah. We'll give our predictions next week. Uh, if you guys, I think we, we definitely did it earlier in the season. So it would be kind of cool. We need to listen to that episode and figure out what we said and then say what, what's different now or say, for, or, yeah, from, from our original predictions yes yeah oh yeah hands down um i definitely want to uh circle back to that and uh i think um i think for sure uh we'll put a poll out what everybody's predictions are uh for we can finals matchup we can do conference finals yeah who or we can start with who's going to be the eighth seeded team obviously in the east we know who that should be yeah. should be orlando um, so I'm curious to know what everybody thinks is going to be the eight seeded team. And then we'll give out polls from that point as we move on throughout the weeks, because obviously basketball is not starting for another month. It's almost two months, month and a half. Month yeah. And three they quarter. start in like a month to train, but it's a month and a half until games start up. Yeah. And there was, um, I think I read something about free agency. So if there's players who are, um, like guys can get picked up. Like if some if so if a guy gets hurt, he can't be replaced. But if somebody gets coronavirus, there is a rule in place where somebody can get signed. It Ooh. has to be a two way player. It has oh. to be a two way player. Okay. So there's there's more details to come. I know that these are pretty much set in stone. I think the uh the whole the whole way the free agency is gonna work is gonna be um so it's like a replacement. So basically teams are expected to have the option to replace players who test positive by signing available free agents or utilizing their own players on two way contracts. So the transaction window is gonna open on June twenty second, respectively, around okay. that date. Um so there's going to be a decision on the pool of players. It hasn't been finalized, but the current thinking is uh, it would be limited to players who were on an NBA roster during training camp or during the NBA season or on a G League roster at any point. In other words, DeMarcus Cousins, who was with the Lakers, could, in theory, get signed as a replacement player given he's 
quote unquote healthy. Will he ever be healthy again? Probably not. But that is an example. But J.R. Smith, who got weighed last summer before the season and remained unsigned throughout the season, will not be able to get signed. Ooh, okay. So there are some rules to that. Um, I'm sure there's reasoning behind that as well. Mm-hmm. But it, I think, yeah. I was going to say, did you see that KD said he's not going to play this season? The Nets are currently the seventh seed, and KD was like, I'm done for the year. I'm not coming back. You think that's a good decision? It's a great decision. I think there's no point in rushing because the expectation was next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. He wasn't going to play this year. Anyways. He wasn't even going to play. He wasn't going to play until, well, technically, they didn't even give him a return date of the beginning of the next season. Mm-hmm. So we don't know when we're going to see KD. I think after he put his heart and soul into that last game that he played, when it was very questionable whether or not he should have been. Yeah, and they forced him back. They they forced him back. And I know they did say, he even said it himself, he wanted to play. He wanted another championship. So he has a heart of a lion. I don't blame him. But going into the East, the Nets probably... I mean, they would have, he would have to compete and be the best he can be night in and night out. And Kyrie would have to be the best he could be night in and night out just to even have a chance against the Bucks or any team in the West, for that yeah. matter. And that's going to risk injury. You want to ease him back in. He tore his Achilles. Luckily, Kevin Durant is the most, one of the most all-round basketball players, for, especially for his size. Mm-hmm. He's great with the ball, his ball handling. He's great off the ball. He can dunk, he can drive, he can shoot, layups. I mean, he does everything. He can back down, post fade, anything. Let's ease him back in. Um, he's too valuable. He's too valuable to that team, to that organization for what he's getting paid, uh, and to the league. Uh, I think for him, he's got a lot to play for still. Um, not too many people give him credit as being one of the best in the world. Um, whether or not that's because of the fact that he joined Golden State to get his championships, whether or not I think he personally is. Um, but I, I want to see him at 100% compete against Giannis. Just like LeBron went to the West, we want to see him compete, even at his age, be at a high level. I want to see Kevin Durant with Kyrie go up against the Bucks, go up against even the Heat, have a great team. The Sixers oh, yeah. have a good team. Celtics, like there's so many good teams in the NBA Granted, the East is the weaker of the conferences. They always are. But their top four, top five teams are not bad. They're not bad at all. Um, So I think it's a good idea. I think Kevin Durant is right in governing his own decision and saying, no, I'm not going to play. And uh, I respect that decision completely. Yeah. And they're they're the seventh. They they don't have the the team for this year. It's, It's not meant for them. So... Good for him. He doesn't want something to have. Like, he already had to sit out one season. Doesn't want to sit out another. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about with the current season. I don't know if you heard, but the league might use crowd noise from NBA 2K during games. I did not hear that. That's interesting. I yeah. wonder who. It's still under discussion, but it's a possibility. That would have to be. To make it fair, it would have to be consistently for both sides of the ball. Yeah. 
yeah it would have to be consistent it would just be weird i think i don't know how much leeway they have with playing music because of all this copyright stuff nowadays like they could get away with it on the broadcast because it's not necessarily the main main music but that's like the only option i think otherwise they just play in silence and all you hear is squeaks and whistles it's gonna be a lot of squeaks a lot of squeaks a lot of player chatter we might even hear some player talk i know some some guys were uh i forgot who it was wants the guys to be mic'd up i think was it cj mccollum somebody wanted uh the guys to be mic'd up which i think is a good idea too um but i think it's going to be important to get i mean there's no crowd it's just going to be awkward with bas- basketball baseball you can get away with it i'm a Sox fan we've been getting yeah. away with it for i don't know how many years now we have no <laughs> fan um you know uh hockey would be weird hockey and basketball football soccer i guess baseball is the only one where you can get away with it. You could throw stuffed animals in the uh, behind mm-hmm. home plate, right? Yeah. So they they're gonna need something. Music would even help. Maybe nothing too distracting. Um, I mean, you can't even. How are you gonna flip a coin and say you're the home team? You know? Yeah. So you're just gonna determine jersey colors, like who's gonna wear the solid colors, who's gonna wear the white colors for that game, and go from there. Um, there's no home court advantage. Yeah. So now that you mentioned that predictions for next week are going to be weird because it's going to be, well, you can't predict teams to win based off home court and who has a better home record, who has a better road record. Everyone's at a neutral site. going to be weird. I'm going to, I mean, do we look at how teams play in Orlando? Orlando's home technically do we look at their home record? I mean, even though they're not at home. I mean, your your crowd plays a factor in it. Um, but, I mean, these guys are professionals. But even though the fact that they are professionals, the crowd 100% always plays a factor in any sport. I think it would just be odd with 2K playing in their crowd noises. Like, in 2K, it makes sense because there's certain animations, certain buckets. How are you going to implement that? where it comes naturally throughout the stadium like are you just gonna have someone manually hit buttons and it's just gonna be like a static (laughs) static start that's what i was thinking too what are they gonna have like you know how like producers make music now with a little uh Mm -hmm. drum pad is it like one is gonna be like oh crazy dunk button boom yeah lebron you know boom hit this button so It'd be interesting to see, but who knows? Maybe, maybe that only lasts through the first round. Maybe at some point, you know, September, they do allow, you know, cause I mean, there's so many seats in a stadium. Maybe they do 25%. allow. Yeah. Maybe 25% or even, even if you give 10%, that's got to be so much better, so much better than none. So, you know, if it's a 30, a stadium that holds 25,000 or 30,000, right? Mm-hmm. Look, look at a quarter of that. That's over 7,000 people. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm excited. <laughs> I can tell you that. Still over a month away. Uh, we will definitely do our predictions next week. We're going to give predictions at the end of the regular season, of course, because then we'll be able to see how teams play on a neutral court. But we'll give our brief predictions next week again because it's been a while since we have. And with baseball being so dumb right now, and their agreements and everything 
we have to talk about something so we'll talk about that next yeah week. don't even know like i i didn't even want to bring this up we have to though i don't know what baseball's doing i don't know why the owners and the league are allowing all this to happen and they're acting as if they don't want to play this season's we don't know i hear a different proposal every other day I don't even get excited when I hear them anymore because I'm like, until it's signed or fully agreed upon, I'm not going to care. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. It's just suspense at that point. You're going to get your, your own hopes worked up. It's like, we don't, there's nothing for sure. It's like with the coronavirus when it first came out, you heard mm-hmm. one thing and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's another thing. So I think, uh, I mean, I would love, I would love for baseball to just even play half a season maybe a little bit more if it's in a if it's in the desert or in remote areas that are warm weather maybe you can play into november mm-hmm. i mean these guys play in october in chicago and new york where it's freezing it gets cold give these guys two remote locations and they can they can formulate something it's just like you said they can't come up with an agreement and it's like they want to play but they don't yeah. I know you're more mad than me. I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, it's it's terrible. But I think that's all the news we have. We went over the whole proposal. The NBA approved everything. Uh, we know when free agency is going to start, when the draft is. Yeah. And there's going to be more news over the next week or two with that, like, for sure um as far as like dates go maybe a schedule they might have a schedule out ahead of time so when teams do go into training they know what type of scouting they need um so hopefully they have something soon for us but yeah we'll tune in next week and we'll touch base with everything and i'm I'm excited for the predictions so but yeah we touch base uh everybody listening spotify apple podcasts download we are the standing room only podcast we appreciate and love all the support Nothing gives us more support than when you download an episode. That is how we see who is viewing. Um, if you have, if you're on YouTube, we have, we're on YouTube as well. Uh, it's a little bit different. We're not face to face. We're we're working remotely, just like a lot of America, right? Yep. Um, so if you want to leave a comment, like, dislike, let us know. If you don't like it, let us know what you don't like. If you like it, let us know. Um, and again, we are on social media: Instagram, Twitter, SR Only Pod. And our personal accounts, I'm Instagram, I'm on Instagram with iGoose, uh, four O's, and then we have Healy. The Healy6 on Twitter and Instagram. Till next week, see you guys.